Okay, I think it's I think it's rolling. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hey. What is going on? It is a good hump day this evening and it's nice out and hump day. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But um yeah, we out here. We in well we in here because we ain't out nowhere. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, we here. So welcome. God damn it, welcome. <laughs> funny because you did that you said welcome the last episode we were on but we were on with you know our special oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I almost busted out laughing yeah. because in my mind I heard you say that and I was damn like oh, yeah damn it welcome damn it welcome so we are at another episode of the games podcast it is your girl Shell Bells and it's your girl AC and we done a lot remember we used to count our episodes now we just so Wait, I don't know where we are either, but we're just out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got nothing. I, I couldn't even yeah, tell you. Out here. I did really enjoy the last one, though, with um, Pastor Freeman and uh, Brother Muhammad. That was that was good. Brother Muhammad. They were really dope. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was we got to uh, do some more like that. I want to. Yeah. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. But that was that was fun. So. Yeah. Yeah, we hope you guys check that one out. Um, so yeah, you you want to you got anything to say real quick before we get into the the dip, the thing thing? Um, no, I guess just thank you for everybody that that listened or you know tuned in or watched on Facebook or whatever. I think between the views and definitely the views, that was probably our most popular episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, thank you to everybody who watched or went back and listened and all that good stuff. And we hope to, to bring you some different things in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For so that's not all I want to say. You know. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, you ready? <clears throat> okay. All right, guys. So, we are going to go ahead and get into our icebreaker. I was trying to let you burn and then me like, burn and then you you burn, I burn, and then you burn like we gotta yeah, I get it. Little, little rotation. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Real quick. All right. So we are in June. Um, I don't even know what date we on right now as far as June goes, but however, it is black history. Shit, it is not Black History Month. It's Black it's Music Black Month. History Month every month, damn it. <laughs> you had it right the first time. I'm so out of it. June is Black Music Month. So we uh, posted um, a challenge we saw uh, last year, and we didn't do it this year. So we're going to go ahead and pick a couple questions from this one and kind of let y'all know what some of our favorite Black songs are. You ready? How many want to do? Like four piece? Yeah, because some of these I'm gonna need a minute to think. But go yeah. ahead. Okay. All right. You want me to go first? Of course. 
<laughs> um, okay, I'll do the first one. A song you were too damn young to be singing. So, absolutely, put it in your mouth. <laughs> the hell that is slob on my knob, and I mean, we were like teenagers, but at the same time, it was like, what? Wow! And then you grow up and you listen to the words, and you're like, wow, this song is gross. I don't know what I expected, but I don't think I expected for it to be that raw. I wasn't fully prepared for your response. I we wasn't supposed to be singing it. That and okay, if we want to go younger, probably um, Freak Like Me, Adina. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. What, what was we doing with that? My number one song was uh, was probably Shoot by uh, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Because that... Yeah, it seems so innocent, but again, when you get older and you listen to yeah. the work, twelve inches to a yard, I have you sounding like a retard. No, yeah. nah. you know that part would not fly right now in twenty. No, we oh, probably yeah. about to get flat because I said it just now. Yeah, that part would not fly. Yeah, nah. that's oh. definitely a good one. Definitely yeah. a good. One. And um, probably too close by next. Now, granted, we were a little bit older when that came out, but at the end of the day, that whole song was about that nigga's dick being hard. And it's like, that. now I hate it. But in the yeah. moment, it was like, oh, this yeah. is my shit. But now it's like, yeah. ugh. And what yeah. cracks me up is I still don't think my parents realize what the song is about. <laughs> every time it comes on the radio, they're jamming. I'm like, guys, first oh. of all, this is weird. Um, second of all, I'm gonna need y'all to understand what the song is about, and so you'll understand why I'm about to turn this shit off. Cause he literally starts the song with I wonder if she can tell I'm hard right now. Hmm. Like <laughs> I cannot stand that song though. I can't. It's, Dude, it's I still will listen to Swab on my knob though. That's my oh, jam. Absolutely. Absolutely. All but, the raunchy shit is like yeah. good fun. Adina for sure. Probably a couple of uh, Snoop songs back then too, because Snoop is nasty. Like Snoop is is um, vulgar. Song? Uh, now I can't think of the damn song, but goddamn it! <laughs> but he had one on the Doggy Style album, and I can't. Whatever, I can't think of it now. I'm, that's how old I am. I'm throwing the blank. But yeah, those are my songs. Yeah, what, I think what, anything by Akinelli was was pretty because he had another one that was my shit. What was uh? Rose. Was it? I think it was like the radio cut was "Love Me for Free," but the lyrics were "Fuck Me for Free," and it was like, "Oh my god, this is so terrible!" But turn that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, well, I probably I was in high school at this point, but put I mean, um, Uchi Wally. <laughs> the hell, Uchi Wally was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Cause yeah, that was definitely like our more skating rink days because that was yeah. the hit. Yep. That was right up there. Yep. Back that ass up on skate. Yep. yep, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So those are my songs. <laughs> now I have to go make me a Spotify playlist. Oh, I, you know I got them on mine already. <laughs> you know, ready. I got you know all of them ready mm. on my little list. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's a good one. Um, a favorite cover song. Um, intro ribbon in the sky. That's a good one. That's probably like 
So, I'm, you know, I said this on Facebook a while ago, but honestly, I like that one better than the Stevie one. Yeah. I mean, okay. Hear me when I say this. <laughs> the boy Stevie Wonder is a genius as far as the musicality and all of that shit goes. Vocally, he's not a fave. I'm not a fan of Stevie's voice. No, because he be doing all those when screaming. He's growling and shit like Steve. Yeah. You got to relax. Like, let just yeah. let the song yeah. ride. And it's funny you say that because my answer was a Stevie Wonder song. When um, Tori Kelly did Don't You Worry About a Thing, mm-hmm. that she ate that song up. I In fact, I heard she her. did it. Um, did you see the movie Sing? Mm-mm. Ugh, it's such a cute movie. But she, it was on that soundtrack. Okay. She but ate I'm going to go listen to it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. But, um, yeah, I would say that Ribbon in the Sky, because Kenny Green was, he was, he was on it locally. Mm-hmm. He, he was killing Come it. Come on, Kenny Green. You better know intro by name. Rest <laughs> in peace. You know, he died. You know he had AIDS and shit. He died. No. Yeah. What did I just say to you the other day? You're like <laughs> the music historian. You just be knowing all of these little tidbits and shit. <laughs> these little facts. Yeah. He died. Remember they was on that episode of um, New York Undercover when... G's wasn't the son's name G? Yeah, yeah. G's little friend got killed, like the little young boy, the little light skinned boy got killed because he was trying to be like the little gang banger type. They were singing on that episode, and he was like real, real skinny, like really, really skinny. Damn, and he passed away in like two thousand one or something. Yeah, AIDS got him. He well, he was both like he was bad, so he was doing unprotected stuff. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. So rest in peace. How do that you nigga was all this little shit? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I'd be like going down rabbit holes and stuff. Like, where is this person? What happened to them? Like, Finally, I, I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> I oh, let me get my question. I ain't even look. Hold on. Um, let's see. Oh, oh you got the favorite cover one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a song. Damn. Okay, hold on. I'm slacking. Hold up. Um, a song with your favorite lyrics. All right. So I'm going to go raunchy for one. <laughs> okay. I think I know what you're about to say. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. When Lil Kim said on that tonight, I don't want dick tonight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. my favorite. <laughs> I get it. I don't want dick tonight. I need you to give me some head. That's it. Let me get out my face. And that's it. That's all. That's all I'm requiring. That's my favorite. Um, what else can I think of that's not raunchy? Because I'm being very outlandish today. <laughs> outlandish. Um, I mean... Never. Probably uh, that afterwards too. Erica Badu. I know we just talked about her, but when she sang on Apple Tree, um, you know, if you don't want to be down with me, you don't gotta pick from my apple tree or whatever she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what she said. Like that's my shit. Like yeah. that whole part leading up to that part, when yeah. she's like, um, I don't try to be what I'm not. You know, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Why can't I think it off the top of my head? And I sing this every day. 
This is crazy. I, yeah, that song is, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a yeah, that's, that's real teachable moment. This is a very, this is a very loaded question for me. Because <laughs> um, there's a lot of songs. That there's, a, there's a lot. Uh, She's a big, fine woman. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of shit <laughs> to relate to. So, I, I don't know. Um, I think, of course, I, I have the song, but now I can't think of the lyrics. So, I'm going to go. Yeah, why we draw on blanks today? I don't know. Like, big blanks. Big today. blanks. I don't know what's happening. Um. Kalani has a song. This is the song I was talking about. She has a song, uh, Too Much. And on the song, she says, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go listen to it because she's another one I never listened to her albums. So for me, I listened to her new album, but it's almost like you have to be in a certain place to relate to her music. And so... Mm -hmm the last, what was it, Sweet Sexy Savage or whatever, um, I was going through something on that album. So it was like, oh, <laughs> this bitch gets me. She understands. But now I'm not in that space no more. So her new album was like, oh, this is cute. I'm Because I haven't checked it out. I've seen it out. Um, another one for me is Cardi when she was on Get Up 10 when she said I look myself in the mirror I said we gonna win lock me down nine times but I get up 10 bitch what's yeah. the bitch at the end you gotta say bitch at the end yeah yeah absolutely anything that gives you a good bitch at the end of it <laughs> yes you gotta say, you gotta say that shit with your whole heart say it with your chest <laughs> for sure for That's sure damn like I love that song so much it yeah such a inspirational hood bar <laughs> In the lyrics, she says, you know I'm more than just a girl that you can meet walking down the street. I think you know that I'm the one that you want in your company. And then in the chorus, she says, at the end of it, she says, I'm too much of a boss, baby, it's your loss, and now you got to live with it. I said, oh. What's that song called? Too much. I said, oh. All right, I'm going to find that one. I said, sis got me feeling, feeling myself over here. I'm going to find that one. All right. Hey, I'm a fan now. Yeah, this is way too loud outside for no reason. Turn that down. Like, but, um, hate it. <laughs> I don't need you to be loud. Relax. Um, all right, is it your turn? Yeah. Um. Ooh, a song that reminds you of your first love. Why did I just come across that? <laughs> wow, that was way, way back. Like my very first. What was even out when I was in high school back at that time? So mine is, without giving too much away, mine is um, Nothing Even Matters, Lauren Hill and um, mm. What's His Face. I can't even think. Mine was way back in high school, and I can barely think of, like, I don't even know. Skip, you got another one? <laughs> another song on your end. I'll find a question, but I don't know. Your favorite R and B duet? Um, probably, probably 
Jasmine Sullivan and Bilal on that um, Robert Glasper Black Radio 2 mm. album. They got mm. a song called You're My Everything. Mm-hmm. And they fucking murder that song. Like You know, Jazz is finna murder anything murder. to be on. So. Yeah. Like, they murder that song. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, like, one of my favorites. And then, of course, Brandy and Monica and the boys and I, because that's just fun. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> when I'm in the car, I'm both Brandy and Monica. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. So. Yeah. You gotta be there, and they're arguing with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I like... So old school, I like, um, what's the Mariah Carey and Whitney, Whitney Houston song from Prince of Egypt, When You Believe? When you believe. That's my shit. And then also, um, oof. I'm going to stick with that because it's going to take me too long to think okay. about it. I like that one, though. That's my And then choice. also Whitney and Cece on the um, Waiting to, uh, Waiting to Excel song. I mean, yeah. You, you know, you got you to gotta throw that on there. Um Okay. Me and Jordan yeah. did sign language to that song. We were like, uh-huh. we had to be like seven or eight. And this was when Bread Out Community Day was still popping. <laughs> and we had on our little matching dresses oh, and everything. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Remember Community Days? All right, let's get off that because we'll get we'll go way down. Right, um, right. Your favorite remix. I'm going to go with the, the I Want to Be Down remix. That's Brandy, a good one. Queen, yeah. That one comes up on my playlist very often. I uh, love, I love it. I love it. My favorite remix. Damn. I will probably also go. That's when like remixes re- meant like a whole remix, like right, like a whole new song. Like, still made up different things. I also like the um the one twelve featuring Biggie and Mace. Only you, only one. you remix. And yeah. I was even—I was gonna say um, SWV anything remix. The yeah, one I like was that. actually in um, like above the rump. Above me. Yes, thank you. God damn like it. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's my shit. Man, that was that was some good times. Remixes used to be the joint, man. Because, like you said, a remix meant like a whole new song. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. just you just had some different features on it. It was a brand new song. Yeah. Good times, man. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. Ooh. Um. Okay, a song that that means summer to you. Hey, Marie, why don't we follow I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? Like, it is such the perfect summer song. It is. It really, really is. Like, it just puts you in that mood. You just want to mm-hmm. go out and talk to the, the butterflies and shit. And like, with, my, with my short shorts and heels on. Yeah. And just, you just want to talk to the plants and, like, the trees and the birds and shit. Yeah. The little dusty pigeons. You want to talk to them. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You're not wrong. All right. One more okay. from both of us. Oh, um, oh shit. Um, question. Let's see. 
a song that makes you feel like you can sing. Well, you can already sing, but for me, I was going to say it's a whole lot of them. <laughs> it would be um, genuine stingy. I'm going to tell you right now, you cannot tell me I ain't fucking that shit up when I'm singing that song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nothing turns me on more than being with you. Like you cannot tell me I fucking it up. And he meant that in the car with his baby hair. He meant that. (laughs) That was my jam. Yeah, my jam. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking that. I'd be fucking that up. Ah man. (laughs) Also, uh, Tony Braxton, another sad love song. I'd be in my car getting it. Mm, Getting it. Yeah. (laughs) Anything Tony is good. (laughs) anything jasmine is good yeah yep but i will say anytime um layla hathaway's cover of angel by anita baker i love that one i love it i tear that shit up right right damn now yeah (laughs) i like that one she ate that she also does one on uh with robert glasper a cover of um sade's chairs today I know you don't oh, like really? Sade, but I like Layla's version of it. She began. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big Sadie fan. Yeah. <laughs> Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> not a big Sadie fan. All right. Um, is there anything else I think I'll be fucking up when I be in the car? Listen, a whole bunch I got a whole list. In fact, most of my playlists I can't let go, I can't get into new music. Because I have a hard time letting go to old shit so I can blast into my car and sing to the top of my lungs. I can't do that with the new music because I don't know it yet. So it's you like know what else? Mia, um do you put a move on my heart and stranger in my house? Yes. <laughs> yes. Girl. You can't tell me I'll be fucking it up. And you know what? That was another, that's a, a, a good duet question. Uh, Deborah Cox and RL, We Can't Be Friends. Yeah. How do we forget that? How? Because that's another one. Are you not supposed to be here? Um, nobody's supposed nobody's to be supposed here? To be here. Oh, please. Everybody thought they could sing that one. Everyone. <laughs> to this day, somebody is willing to try that out. Ooh, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, man. For sure. Oh, man. Oh, my uh, playlist is popping. I can't wait to get in the shower. I'm about to tear it up. Also, a song that you think you can sing or whatever. I'm going to say Earth, Wind & Fire Fantasy. I remember one time when I was still going to school in Virginia and my dad came to pick me up. We was in the car ride and it's pouring down rain and I was saying, you know, we being goofy. (laughs) Nigga, we was in that car trying to hit them, them falsettos and we was not getting it, but we was cracking uh, like you couldn't tell us who wasn't killing it. <laughs> I have to tell you, that is probably like my favorite song probably ever. Yeah, I love that song. Love it. I it's love definitely it. my favorite Earth, One and Fire song, but like... Philip be getting it, man. Philip was killing it. And I'm pit. Well, I mean, of course, everything got canceled, but me and my parents were going to go see them. That, mm-hmm. shit, that shit got pushed back to... August, July or August next year. So I guess I can probably still get some tickets then because I wanted to go with my dad. Yeah. Let's see if I can get a ticket. Yeah. Because I'll go by that time, but right now I'm not going nowhere. Because I'm almost thinking um, for my parents to have them request a refund and then buy a new set of tickets. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm gonna tell my dad it got pushed back. All right. Yeah. One more. Your your turn. Oh, is it my turn? Damn, I still ain't pick a question. Pick the last one. Okay, okay, okay. The last one. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> Some of these are good. Here's a good a one. A song that reminds you of yourself. I literally just looked at that one. Um, hmm. Damn, I don't know. I think the easy I, answer for me might be um, the glow. I like that one. Like anytime I need to like get out of my bag, I'm like, okay, let me put this on real quick. I like that one. I would probably say <laughs> on the newer side of things, probably Savage, just because mm. classy, bougie, ratchet. I feel like I got a little bit of all of that. Nasty, moody, and nasty. So it's like, it's all there. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's my jam. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That works. I also just thought of another song that makes me feel like I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? Um, Whitney Houston, I'm Every Woman. That song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Because yes, that one and I Have Nothing. Child. Brett, don't put on I Have Nothing. Don't do that. Don't do that. Man, I, I remember that shit right now. Have all our listeners yeah. turn this damn podcast off for real. I remember, <laughs> um, remember them big ass stereo sets like you would have with like the glass doors. Yeah, My one and she had that the bodyguard um CD, and I will always go over there and listen to it. When we would be over there, I would listen to that, and I will always listen to um in Vogue. And like, you couldn't tell me shit, you could not tell me a damn thing. I mean, yeah. And there's a couple in Vogue songs in there too, because I feel like I'm doing all the harmony pieces, and I don't all be by myself. Like- Never gonna get it. I'm about to fuck it up. All four parts. Every part. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And I'll rewind it just so I can sing a different part. Like Every it's, it's part. strategy to this. Strategy mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. You cannot tell us when you're messing it up. We yeah, yeah. We're killing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But I think that's it. All the rest of these are pretty good. I'm not to look them up and look at and think again yeah. for some of these. But um, all right, so we can go ahead and move on. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of our icebreaker. Sad ass burnt burnts, man. It's I can't. It's I can't. Terrible. All right. So real quick, you want to check in how you feeling this week or over the last, what, two weeks since we last recorded? Yeah. How you feeling? It's been a lot, but I'm not even going to get into why it's been a lot. It's just been a lot. Yeah. And I think that's more so within the last couple of days, because overall I've been fine, but it's like the last couple of days, it's like I want to punch things. I got you. Yeah. I, I got you. I feel it. Yeah. And by things, I mean, like, faces. Yeah. Yeah. Mouths. In the mouth. mouth. What F? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I I got (laughs) you. Um, I think we're pretty much on the same page with that one because, you know, it's just been weird. We did have another day, though, at least, at the cookout. But 
Yeah. I was good. This weekend, this past weekend, I really like had a good time. And that was the first, I mean, granted, we've been on lockdown, but that was the first time in a very long time that I had fun the entire weekend. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was cool. I, uh, I appreciated it. <clears throat> like all, all of the blackness and all yeah. of the, you yeah. know. It was definitely needed. For sure. For sure. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess so far this week, I'm, I'm okay. The usual working and all that, but nothing really like bothered me except for what I told y'all earlier in the group yeah. text. <laughs> you know, other than that, I'm good. You know. so. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm still sitting here eating these damn Oreos, but at oh. least they Oreo thins. The, the little ones. Yeah, they're the little, thin, little skinny ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. so, yeah, I'm going to sit here and drink my water because I was going to make me a salad, but I'm not even hungry. Yeah. Hungry. Yeah. So I don't even know what's going on with my appetite because, like, I've been really eating, like, once a day now for some reason. Like, I'll be full the whole day. That's not um, good. What that's all about. So. Yeah, that, that's know. not good either. Yeah. So... I don't know, but anyway. Who's so bomb? Goddamn Krista. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Krista. <laughs> Goddamn it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, cool. Let's get into our things, because we don't have a main topic today, so we're just going to be up, over here shooting the shit. We're just going to be up here. Yep, yep, yep. Where would you like yeah. to Huh? I said, where would you like to start? Ooh, um, let's start with, oh, wait, we got to start with the good shit. Because I know there's some good shit in her. Uh, no. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. Um, oh. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> Damn. I was really trying to be optimistic with that, too. And yeah, uh, I haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. So, no. Okay. Well, in that case, let's start with. So, we want to talk about Marcus Houston. Child. Marcus is what, 38 years old? Mm-hmm. And his little fiance boot is 19. So, he became like a thing over the last couple of days because people are like, that's creepy. But he had an explanation of like he's known her for a while but he made a choice to not date her until after 18 18 it's still creepy because you're old as fuck so what do you want with a 19 18 19 year old um and it goes back to that whole like grooming um concept of like you know a lot of a lot of older men like younger girls because they can make them dependent on them and all that stuff like the whole grooming thing like r kelly shit um i'm gonna give me a little young tender Mine gotta be over. I can't do young dudes. I just can't. And I even a couple like miserable friends. I'd be like, them little niggas is fine. But at the end of the day, they're too young for me. And they're like twenty eight now, twenty seven, twenty eight. I still can't do it. The Bible, the Bible say, train up a child (laughs) (laughs) in the way. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) That they should go so that when they're older. 
<laughs> Let me stop for the for Jesus coming down here and strike me. I guess for me, it just is weird because it's like if I get somebody that much younger, because I see I know personally people who got older women. And they be like, yeah, my old head about to cook me some dinner. I'm going to my old head. You will not fucking call me your old head. Like, I'll fucking murder you. I mean, I'm not going to murder you, but we'll fight. We could never be in no relationship. But I'll do, like, some little sugary mama shit. Like, I might cook you a little meal. But, however, comma, what you want to do, (laughs) you're not going to be driving my car and shit like that. You might be lucky if I let you stay tonight. I have seen it way and too many that times. Means, and that means, that means, if you stay the night, that means the dick was good and I fell asleep and I didn't have time to tell you to get it. out. I didn't ask you to stay here. And that, that's really it. Um, I didn't stay here. But yeah, I might, I might cook you a little meal, but that's probably where I draw the line. Yeah, I, we're not getting married. We're not, we're not about, I'm not about to call a 25-year-old nigga my fiance or nothing like that. No, no. No, we're not doing I, that. Not doing that. But yeah, everybody was talking about how creepy it was. And then, like I said, Raz B became a trending topic on Twitter because people were like, well, remember when they was clowning him when he kept telling everybody these niggas was creepy? And now people was like, oh, we owe him an apology. And like, even back then, I was like, why is people going in on him? Like, if that's the story, that's the story. You know what I mean? But you know how we do and we like people. You know, and yeah, because I, I I just made fun of him because I I thought that nigga was corny. Like it had really had very little he, he to his story. He was it was more so like, but nigga, you're corny, and so yeah, I felt the need to make fun of you. Now whether or not whether that's wrong, right, right or wrong, you know, it's probably yeah. hella wrong. But I just because of the way he be acting, I'm I cannot sit here and like deny it. Like that's a hurt ass man. Yeah, he is. Man, sure. and it is messed up because again when we like people especially celebrities we tend to always side with them and we're not like i could still like you but also call you out on the shit mm-hmm. you know I mean? like a lot of us don't have that um like we just can't do that yeah like nah and i don't look at him he out here with a 19 year old i didn't realize marcus houston was that much older me either than us me either but roger roger out here he out here. Definitely out here. <laughs> he's definitely out here. He's definitely out here. I don't know. And, and I, I just I like for me, you have to be on a completely like different level. Because for me, as a hypothetically, if I'm 38, what the hell am I talking to a 19-year-old about? What like where are we at mm-hmm. in this conversation? I mean, you still got to teach 35-year-old niggas basic shit. So I could imagine. You still have to teach these (laughs) niggas that they need to drink water. And so, like, I don't understand what it is that we're talking about. Where's the the commonality in this? And again, these are 35-year-olds. So I can imagine talking to a 19-year-old and telling him, hey, you might want to eat this broccoli real quick. Or let's go ahead and eat a salad because. You going to hit the veggies up or no? Yeah, like no, we're not. You're never mind. But um, yeah, I I don't know, bro. I almost I punched a certain somebody in the face on Saturday. I'm not gonna say his name, but when he kept saying that he wasn't gonna drink water, that he would do it later. Okay. I you might you might have been tapped out from. I don't think I heard that part. So, girl. Yeah, let's talk after that. I yeah, mean, after because. 
I'm about to text you right now. Drink some water. Like, drink the damn water. Drink water. Drink it. But, again, I, and it also kind of comes into that, that whole idea of, like, girls being more mature than boys. So, you know, I guess you're looking at a 19-year-old girl and you're like, oh, well, she's 19, she's grown. But, no, you're still very much a kid at that point. Like, But you know what it is? She has 19-year-old puss. True. It's, um, and you know these, you know these old niggas need to feel young again because they be out here just doing dumb shit. Yeah, and they gotta have them young girls to try to make them feel alive. But you know, you still old. Weird as hell. Listen, I, like I said, I personally know niggas like that, so mm. I don't know. It's weird, but like I said, for me, nah. As I, for me yeah. in my house, uh, I, I, just, even, I just texted <laughs> you and told you it was. Would you say? Oh, I got it. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't even do, I figured that. Mm-hmm. I figured that, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't even do nobody younger than two years. Like, I'm 36. I don't want to buy under 34. It, it's weird to me. So, I don't know. For me. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. God bless him. Or he's Jehovah's Witness, so I don't know what that would Jehovah be. Jehovah bless him. Yo, have you been getting letters from Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah. Like handwritten letters. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, who, how the hell do you know who I am? Where are you coming from? Why are you handwriting me a letter? Like, what is this about? Because I opened my mail one day and I just like definitely thought I was like, ooh, somebody sent me a check or a letter or something. Right. I was like, oh, I'm about to get invited to a little party or something. No. Well, I, I, I got invited to a Holy Ghost party. Yeah. I was very confused. Like, Okay. But, um, I, I guess they figured they can't knock on doors, so yeah, they send them out letters. They still out here doing. That's a, that's a lot of stamps to be paying for. A lot of stamps and a lot of research because, like you said, how did you get my information? Yeah, and these aren't just blanket letters. Yeah, they're personalized and everything. Because mm-hmm. it said hello, Michelle, and I'm like, who the fuck is writing me a letter? Them niggas is a cult, but whatever. I don't know, but I mean. Hey, people are gonna do what they gotta do. So, um, real quick, uh, your, your boy Hurricane Chris and got arrested on some second degree murder charges and shit like that. He got out on bail for like five thousand or some shit like that. But first of all, where the fuck this nigga been? Okay, did you ever see the video when he was at the uh, <laughs> when he was he was at the Louisiana Senate or some kind of political meeting? And this nigga was performing Halle Berry. <laughs> I, uh, I vaguely remember that. Please Google it, YouTube it, whatever. But he got on this big ass suit and them, them dusty braids with the beads. Because I was definitely about to say, wherever he's been, he hasn't taken them braids out. No. No, so he, you know, no. it hasn't been anywhere productive. I, I don't even know if I read the article fully, but. It's bad when niggas is getting arrested for any kind of murder. Like, what is happening out here? Like, what is going on, Hurricane Christopher? Hurricane Chris. No, we ain't in a club hollering a Bay Bay no more. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we in the club hollering a Bay Bay. Shut up, Michelle. <laughs> Swinging them little braids and beads around like Shut up. <laughs> oh my goodness so, that's another god bless situation definitely god bless because i don't 
That is that is a God blesser. Like these are wild times for everybody right now. And I and I genuinely be feeling bad for some people, but some people it's like, all right, you gotta do better. Like, what are you doing? Like you're just out here making goofy choices. What's what is happening? I agree. I know it's rough for all of us, but like I said, I probably should have read the the article, but I didn't. So I don't know the circumstances behind anything or like what was going on, but probably wasn't a whole lot to read, to be honest with you. Damn, Christopher. I finished my Oreos. I'm going to buy some tomorrow. Because I got to go get my eyebrows and stuff done. So I'm going to get some. And I'm and going my, to my justification was I bought them. But then it was like, I have no business eating these. But since they're here, I need to eat them so I can hurry up and get rid of them. Get Just rid of them. Gone. Yeah. They're gone. And I won't buy anymore. You know what? I'm lying because I'm probably going to milkshake factory. And that'll be my last fat um, food. I'm lying. I'm going <laughs> to eat more Week. But I think starting Monday for real, for real, I'm gonna get my life together because this fat shit is not—it's not fun. It's terrible. I do not want to get to a point where I got crevices and shit. I can't do that. Like, will <laughs> 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 not with somebody wiping through my crevices on my 600-pound life with a wet wipe. Don't have to be having loyal niggas though. That's the crazy thing. They do. And like, I'd be scared to go outside with my fupa. But you know what, though? One thing I did notice, somebody pointed out to me, like, they have their significant others, but it's like, the in most cases, as soon as they drop the weight or whatever, their their person is out. But you know what? A lot of people do stuff like that. Like, a lot of people like when you're bigger because to, it's kind of like an insecurity on the other person's part. Mm-hmm. So it's like, while you're big, to you me, it feels like ain't nobody else going to want you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for me. So that's kind of like their way of trying to ensure that this other person ain't going to cheat or anybody going to, you know, get their attention or anything like that. And as soon as they do lose the weight, they do be out. Yeah. And it's, it's messed up that, you know, people are like that. But, yeah, it's an insecurity thing for some people. Yeah. It is crazy. Yeah, but I, in the meantime, I enjoyed the Oreos, though. Yeah. I'm going I'm to get some tomorrow. And I'm um I'ma just like ration it out. I'm a ration out ass when I buy one. Ration out ass. <laughs> ration it out ass. <laughs> but you know what I did do though? I I ate them, but I did, like you said, portion them out. Cause like the yeah. serving size is like four cookies. So yeah. anytime I ate them, I left it at four cookies. I didn't need yeah. any more or you know, except for today. <clears throat> That's what I would do like the first time I lost weight, like three, four years ago, whatever, when I lost a lot of weight and I mm. got lazy and gained it back. But it would be the service. I made sure I drank, like, man, I don't even think I drank anything besides water. And then I definitely did like the actual service. So yeah. even on ice cream, if it was like a cup or half a cup, whatever, I literally took that half a cup. That's all you ate. And that's what I would eat. Yeah. So I yeah. think I need to get back to that. Yeah. Maybe I'll do better. I was working out. Well, I worked out today, but Monday was worse. I worked yeah. out and about midway through, it really had me contemplating like, look, I I think I might rather be fat. But then, <laughs> you know, them pictures hit the book and I was like, Ugh, I take it back. I, I just back. want to, if I had, I swear to goodness, if I had the money, I would get the shit sucked out. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Just cut the shit off, suck it out. Um, just, uh, even the... Uh, the laser ones that they do or whatever it is like I would do something like that but it just makes me mad because it's so easy to gain but it takes like the ultimate 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 work to get it back off like why Lord why you couldn't make it as easy to take off too 
hated sitting up here just you know eating and whatever but no I gotta do like I gotta work out for three days before I even lose half a pound come on man shit crazy yeah. it ain't right Mm-mm. it ain't right so I don't know. Girl. Sure, how we got here, but what else is in the? Oh, because I was talking about them Oreos. My bad. Oh uh, yeah. Um, you always get distracted, guys. You gotta really like bear with us and pray for us. Keep us, keep us in prayer. Attention span is just—it's not there. Mm-mm. It ain't there. Mm-mm. So, um, um, what else we got? Do we want to talk about uh, your boy J Cole? <laughs> Everybody's face. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's face so I'm probably going to skip a lot of parts here but the gist of it is him and rapper No Name were kind of going back and forth um, No Name had made a song first of all I don't, I'm really not even familiar with No Name so I don't want to be like oh, girl or whatever like I've heard the name before honestly didn't know it was a woman I thought it was a guy um, just because of the name but um she made a song and she was kind of critiquing, you know, some of the like rapper niggas and celebrity niggas not really doing much, you know, for the cause and everything. And then J. Cole kind of responded um, something about her tone wasn't cool and you know, some other bullshit. And people was like pissed off about that because they felt like, you know, as black women, you know, we it's like we can't really say anything without people telling us, oh, you got to be a little bit softer with that or calm down. It ain't that serious. You know, everything with us is kind of like police. So mm-hmm. it came off as if he was policing her. And then people were like over canceling him. And, you know, people were calling him like that type of woke nigga that's still like full of misogyny and all that stuff. Um, which, you know, some of the songs that we have like lyrics, that's kind of weird. But um, and then he kind of responded basically like, teach me to do better, um, work with us, you know, how grown people want you to educate them on shit. Um, and then what's the other thing he said? I just drew a blank because it was like literally right in my mind. Something about books. He doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't really read much, but he be thinking a lot. And so I, I think for me, that kind of sealed the deal because you know how I feel about Jermaine. I don't think he's trash. But I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't get with him. And I just, for everybody to always be like, he's so woke and he's so smart. And like, I think it's dope that he'd be out there protesting and stuff. Like, and he has helped, you know, um, you know, single moms and everything like that. But you don't read. Like, I'm not taking the time out of my day to educate you on shit. Like, go read a book or go Google some stuff. And it just, again, comes at like, for how I kind of took it was just, again, y'all are expecting black women to, you're grown as fuck. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're expecting her to teach you some shit that you can go learn on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you really sat up there and said, you don't read that much, but you'd be thinking a lot. So I'm supposed to go off of that shit and be like, Oh my God, he's so smart and intellectual and shit like that. And like, you know. I think niggas just got on that shit because he went to college or did some time, yeah, probably. whatever he probably. did. But I know people were kind of taking it different ways. Like some people were mad at her, like she shouldn't have said that. And I mean, you know, you can kind of, you know, feel that way. I don't, you know, I'm not mad at that. But, you know, at the same time, again, I guess too, as a black woman who people always be like, oh, you're too mad, you're angry, you need to shut up or you need to like turn that down a little bit. I guess that kind of hit a little bit different for me. Right. And then again, like I said, um, you know, you're not really 
as smart as you think you are, but everybody puts them on this pedestal of like a super duper work woke person. Mm-hmm. Um, when like no, <laughs> like no. I so as someone who who likes Jermaine, um, maybe my opinion is a little biased, but I, I do see it from both sides. And I see it from her and, you know, the people who, I guess, are mad at her because I have an issue or I guess I'm on the fence about, like, calling people out about certain shit. Now, while she didn't say anything specifically to him, he does fall into that category, which is why I understand why he responded. But I am on the fence with, like, at the end of the day, there's no need to call people out. Like people's actions or lack thereof are going to tell you what you need to know. Right. So through this whole whole thing, people are calling out Oprah and calling out Michael Jordan and calling out whoever else they're calling. It's like, for what? Mm -hmm. Like either they're going to do something or they're not. not, And so I, I feel very weird about, you know, calling folks out on, on certain shit. And then on the flip side, it's like, he also could have very easily ignored it. Yeah. You didn't have to say yeah. anything at all. Or nothing. And I think the, the thing that kind of also um, had me like, eh, is that she apologized for it. And it's like, no, this nigga is sticking to what he had to say. Like, his response and everything. Like, he's sticking to that. He tweeted the shit out, whatever the case is. And he's like, that's there. But like, why do you feel like you need to apologize? And again... It just made me feel like as black women, we just cannot say what we need to say without being like told that we need to shut up or feeling bad about it. Like if that's how you felt, now, girl, stick mm-hmm. to that too, you know? Now, from what I did read, because I kind of vaguely knew what was going on before we talked about it today. From what I did see was that, and this could be why he, I guess, doubled down on what he said because through the whole, through the whole song, maybe not the whole song, but there were points in the song where he was also bigging her up and even like Mm -hmm. tweeted out her song that followed up his song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I I don't know that he's necessarily, I'm sure he's sorry about the backlash it caused or whatever his name is tied to it, but I don't know. Because for me, it got, it felt like it was blown out of proportion because the way people were talking about it, you would have thought he called her mom a bitch or like he called her out her name or some shit like that. So then when I read the story, it was just like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, again, I see it from both sides, but I also felt like it was kind of hyped up a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, not, whether, not saying it's right or wrong, but let's say... I get in an argument with my man and my voice is going up. The first thing he's going to tell me to do is calm down. Mm-hmm. And so that's just their, their response to thing. Again, you know, not saying whether it's right or wrong, but that's just their natural response to be like, you need to chill. Even if me and you are arguing and some shit and one of us is getting loud, it's like, okay, first of all, calm down. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, it's different too, because you know how niggas are just kind of like, 
I'm not, I can't say all men, of course, but I mean, you know how niggas just kind of say it like, like they don't care. Like it ain't that real to me. Calm down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I'm arguing with a dude, that would piss me off. If I'm arguing with somebody else. I'm going to get mad, but I ain't going to want to punch in the face as bad as I probably do this dude because it feels dismissive to me. It feels on, different. Like, yeah. him, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. And I think too, it's also a lesson of like, you can have a favorite and still be like, no, you, you was wrong in that, in that particular instance. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't, they don't understand that. It's like, if I like this person, I got to ride with everything you do. And like, you don't like, mm-hmm. we're friends, but we can correct each other when we need to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like for people to not feel like they can do both, like you can like your favorite celebrity or whoever, but if they do something wrong, it's okay to say, God damn nigga, or damn girl, you messed that up. Like you, probably should have shut up or whatever and then but see on the flip side of that is where we get cancel culture where people don't give opportunity for i guess redemption or whatever and it's like not get this nigga out of here blah 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 because this situation to me definitely is not cancel worthy like even if i didn't like him even if i wasn't a j cole fan this situation wasn't cancel worthy because again he didn't call her out a name or anything like that it was just more of like a you need to know next time that that's not okay right like just relax yeah just i mean i knew he wasn't gonna get canceled and like i said y'all know how i feel about the man like i i think he does like dope stuff but to listen to his music i feel like it's a damn you know how that that neg and fly or that not just be around like that's what it sounds like <laughs> sounds like that buzzing and i'm i can't sit because i'll go to sleep to me it's, it's ambient like i'm going to sleep fuck that and that's nap time music. Like, and it, it's not, it's not saying anything. It's just, I legit, my attention span, I cannot listen to his voice like that. I can't. Yeah. I want to hear that. Cause you don't have no like type of, uh, He's, like you're it's very monotone. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. No, no emotion and nothing. We just rapping like. And then he be having albums with no features. It's like, nah, yeah. you might want to pull somebody else in. So I got to listen to you legit the whole time. Nah, I can't. It's like a nag and fly. I had a nag and fly in here the last couple of days. I don't know how I got in here because none of my windows was like open like that. And it was like that. Like, that's how he sounds to me. So, <laughs> I don't know. It, I, I, I don't know. I just wish that everybody could just do better and yeah. like communicate in healthier ways. And like you said, everything don't need to be called out all the time. And I get that, you know, but sometimes we got to watch how we respond to things too. Right. Be a little bit more careful. I'm not teaching you shit. You're grown as fuck. Go pick up a book that you don't read. <laughs> Please, there's mad books. Listen to it on a podcast, audio book, something shit. You be. I, I mean, it's, it's the same shit we've been telling white people. Like, I'm not about to educate yeah. some shit that you, no, you I'm probably not already that. know. I'm just not. I'm not doing that. I know you got Google, you got the library, you got Amazon with big book on it. Like, I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, another celebrity that I don't know if you've seen is, but it just Elba had posted a picture of him with the shirt on. That said, oh yeah, take my music. It was like all kinds of stuff, but it like the word life was crossed out, and everybody was looking at him like, nigga, no, like this ain't it. nothing. Like, no, don't do any of that. But for him, it was like, all right, he got the critique, and then he posted another picture of a T-shirt that said deleted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's how you like just kind of take criticism. Like, you don't, you don't know, fuck y'all, say what I said. Like, not all the time, at least. Yeah. But he was like, oh, okay, I get it. And he deleted that shit real fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. You know, his favorite. I sat at him like, hey, you know, that take <laughs> that off. But 
I wasn't in my mind about to be like, oh, I'm done with him, you know. Yeah. Like, he was humble enough to change it. You know, yeah. some people don't, I don't know, girl. So. I agree. Whatever the situation is, I hope J. Cole and No Name can uh, fix it and, you know, all of that. Yeah. Come together as one. <laughs> Not come together as one. <laughs> By y'all and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh what else? What else happens? Um we got our shows to talk about, but I think we can hold hold on to that. Was that it? Bubba Wallace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely hit that up real quick. Um I don't know the, the details of the story, but long story short. NASCAR driver is he the only black NASCAR driver or one of the? Only? I believe so. It's not the only. There's probably only like three. Right. Um, he, I guess, rented a garage or something, and wanted somebody on the staff found a noose hanging in the the garage, um, and so that that sparked a whole controversy or whatever was he the one that said um because i saw a nascar driver that said he was going to there was something about him specifically before the new situation happened i don't remember what it was though damn now i gotta look i know there was one that said they was quitting all about the confederate flag but i was some white dude who never won a single race ever maybe that's what i was thinking about he said he was going to quit, and I can't even think of dude's name at the like off the top of my head. But he said he was quitting once NASCAR said that they were going to stop, you know, showing the um, the Confederate flag. Yeah, come to find out, it was like dude never even completed anything above number thirty-eight in any race. So like nobody's going to miss you anyway. We don't know you. Nobody knows you. And I don't know if it, if they. Uh if this was fake, but like NASCAR tweeted, like we even had to Google who you are. <laughs> I saw that. And I, I, I don't think it was real, but you know how niggas do with technology. But even <laughs> that was still funny. It was funny. Um, we had to Google who you are. But then they were trying to say the FBI said it wasn't a hate crime because apparently it's been in the garage for a while. The news has been in the garage for a while. The people were trying to say that uh, Bubba was pulling the Jesse Smollett incident. And we're like, no. No. No, nah. not well, quite. The there before or not, the fact that they were still there is a problem. If somebody like, put it there purposely, yeah, like come on now, yeah. So I, because either way, why was there just a random ass noose just right. hanging in the garage? Right. So that that was a very that it was one of those like y'all are really trying to piss on me and tell me it's raining type right. of stuff. Yeah. 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 Absolute gaslighting. Um, this was so off topic, but did you watch that thing on TV one? Um, the beat don't stop. It's about DC go go music. I have a recording right now. Okay. It's so on right now, but I recorded it too. I started watching a little bit of it the other day. Yeah, and, uh, I'm gonna watch it, uh watch it tomorrow. Because yeah. I meant to watch it when it first came on and I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I recorded it because I knew I was gonna be with my mom and dad on Father's mm-hmm. Day. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but I don't know. God bless Bubba. I hope everything works out for him too, you know, because that's traumatizing. But then you see the video when they all helped him push his car like down the track. Yeah. I thought that was, that was pretty yeah. good. 
Oh, um, Bubba. Damn it. Yeah. We got these um Simones. <laughs> oh, the Simones. Well, I mean, we can I make have, this, we can make this short and sweet. Raven Simone yeah. married a white woman. That's what and, I was about to say. I don't have much to say on her, but she just randomly got married to some white chick. So. Yeah, that's she it. Looking like Mariah Carey. I was just like, is this? Mariah, <laughs> looks like Mariah Carey to me. But I mean, hey, Raven, like, be happy, bro. You know. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't really surprised, especially after her whole, I'm not black, I am yeah. every race, yeah. whatever that rant was. And I was like, yeah. okay, girl. So, okay. Um, it was funny, though, because everybody's like, during this time, like, on Juneteenth and shit like that, here you come with some girl. But again, is, I feel like no one should actually be surprised. Right. Like... Right. She never, she never claimed to be an us. So right. well, I, okay, cool. Enjoy your white woman. Oh no, girl. Mm. Um, who else? Lisa Moon. That loud chick. This has just not been her time to shine. Did you see the book? Like, what, what it looked like? I saw bits and pieces of it, and it reminded me of that planner uh, Erica got for us, like with the yeah. little. Yeah, the the shit that you write in there, I I saw it and it looked very like Pinteresty. So like, at least our planners were put together well. That shit looked like she stapled all of them papers together and tried to make it like sit there because it it was like regular size paper for one. Oh no! It looked like she stapled all the pages together and then come to find out. She plagiarized a lot of stuff from Pinterest anyway into the book. So she's charging people like $25, $30 to buy the book for someone else's ideas. Yeah, and I, I just don't understand how that happens. Like when you have, or when you supposedly have like editors and people who are trying to help you push the book forward, that's literally their job to make sure that this is your original work. And, it's and how you don't recognize that your stuff is coming from someone. Like, literally the whole template and everything. Yeah, like the exact numbers were the same, everything. So, it, I, I don't understand how that happened in the year of our Lord, 2020. But You didn't even yeah. try to do a shuffle of the numbers. Nothing. Nothing. It was legit. So, that means somebody literally was copy and pasting from the other work. They saw the screenshot and says, you know what? Here we go. We're going to control C, control V this thing. And so it's just, you know, you got your first million and everything, but now you're more than likely going to have to pay. Like, you're going to have to manifest a good lawyer. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know because you. you Shut you, up, Michelle. <laughs> So put put that into the atmosphere. Now we got to manifest. A put that out. Put that out. That shit was fucked up. Then she made a video, kind of apologizing, but still at the same time, like I didn't know that shit. And it's like, hey, girl, you know, y'all. Sometimes I gotta learn how to humble yourself. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to think what it was. First, it was the. I am a what was it? The, I am a child of God, or I am a whatever her comments were during like when 
all of the George Floyd stuff yeah. started happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said good. something along the lines of like, she almost tried to use God to all lives matter her way yeah. out of yeah. it. And so that, like, that was strike one. Yeah. And so everybody was on her ass for that one. And then the fact that she kept coming back, not listening to what people were trying to tell her. You know what I mean? Or at least not taking the criticism well at all. So right. again, further being arrogant and talking about, well, y'all can't cancel me off of Twitter or whatever. Like a damn app. Meanwhile, again, you got your money from social media. Stuff. You got put on Wild and Out from social media. So like yeah. social media is doing something for you if you got your money and stuff that way. If yeah. you're on TV now. Because nobody would know who you were if you weren't putting your videos on, on um, Instagram yeah so that that was strike one strike two was the nine to five conversation which i didn't think in in that particular instance i think that was just people really not liking b simone because for me it was the same conversation as uh what's that that man's wife steph curry like how a lot of people just didn't like aisha curry so that was their moment to like Oh, well, if I cry and blah, 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 like, eh, yeah. I get it, but it wasn't worth all of that. And then... Well, I think, you know, too, it's the, it's the hypocrisy of it because you're talking about you don't want no nine-to-five dude because you need a certain hustle, but then we kind of find out that you plagiarized your book. Right. So, so that's how that backfired for yeah. me. Because in, in the moment, I didn't... Yeah, in the moment, I didn't have a mo issue with her nine to five comments. Mm-hmm. But then a week later, when we find out that her shit is plagiarized, it's like, uh, but sis, what you up at 3 a.m. doing? I think people kind of look at it like, you know how people always have this attitude towards people who just, who are okay with working nine to five. Like everybody got this business mind, but everybody don't be having a heart for the business they want to do. It's just like, y'all want to all be entrepreneurs, but like, do y'all all actually have the heart for it or do you just want to say you own a business or that you started a brand or something like that? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with people who are just okay with going to their job and coming to fuck home because business people don't be having time to do nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know for me personally, I don't have no interest in doing a business because when I go to work, I want to be able to go home and still do shit. I don't want to be on nobody's call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I need a break. Mm-hmm. The money sounds cool, but even then there's, there's never a guarantee that your business is going to keep like taken off you mm-hmm. know what I mean so like I think the whole mind frame behind that whole business owner entrepreneur versus nine to five when nine to five, there's a lot of nine to five people that make good ass money mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so I think that's where people are kind of like fucker and shut the fuck up type of thing yeah I, I just think people was gonna shut the fuck up her anyway <laughs> there's people that just do I'm indifferent I really don't give a shit either way there's people that just really cannot stand her. And so yeah. at this point, especially now, anytime yeah. she opens up her mouth to say anything, it's going to be like, girl, shut yeah. the fuck up. Shut up. Even, um, even Desi was able to kind of like come back and still make his videos. People still follow him and all of that stuff after that dumbass protest picture he posted. But yeah. like, girl, you just like, it's one, two, three, four different things or whatever it is. At this like, point. Back to back to back. Yeah. Like, you clearly don't have a PR person because, or if they do, they may have quit this week. Well, she might need to manifest that shit too. So, <laughs> you know, you need a you need a lawyer and a PR person. That you talking on your own? It ain't it. It ain't that's, it. That's not it at all. Nowhere. So, God bless her. 
Help her, Lord. <laughs> Bless her, Lord. Child. Bless her, Lord. Mm. Um, real quick, too. I don't know who wanted to risk their life to go to a comedy show in the middle of a pandemic to see D.L. Hughley. <sighs> he is the person that I, like, his whole part on Kings of Comedy is all the way skippable. Um, the guy really went out there in this closed space, no mask, nothing, all together in this hot-ass little comedy place to see D.L. Hughley. Mm-hmm. He ended up passing out on stage, come to find out he was diagnosed with the Rona. Yep. And what's scary is he said he wasn't feeling any symptoms or anything. He just and fell out on the stage. And so people well, were saying too how because he's a diabetic, so some people were like, well, maybe it was a um a sugar thing or whatever, because that happened too. But mm. at the same time, he a diabetical. Yeah, he got the sugar. <laughs> you know, black people call it sugar. It's I didn't awesome. know he had the sugar. Mm-hmm. The diabetes. <laughs> 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 but it's a diabetical. Was very irresponsible. And the people were like, well, Dave Chappelle did the same thing. But his was outside and people had it on um like they were covered. And they were kind of like distant. And All these people, they were hella spaced out. Yeah, yeah. So I just I God bless y'all, and that's going to be my whole thing for the night, God bless you, because I don't know what else to tell you. Um, I hope y'all are okay. I hope. I mean, he's a terrible person overall. Like, he's horrible, but like, you know, I wouldn't want to see nobody die or no shit from the Rona. Like, yeah, I, I want us to take this a little bit more seriously. Like, I fucked up on Sunday because I was socializing and didn't have a mask on. And yeah. so now I'm paranoid. It's like, okay, I might have to get right. a Rona test because right. what if I have the Rona? Right. But I, I just want people overall to take this a little bit more seriously because we're not going to be out of the woods anytime soon because no. people aren't taking it seriously. No, the numbers are still going up. Like, I don't give a damn how many conspiracy theories you have or what yeah. you speculate is going to happen or blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's here. None of us are medical professionals. And so we can't sit here and argue with what we're being told because we don't know. We have no idea. People are legit dying. Legit. Like, California had, like, over 6,000 cases in one day alone. Yeah. Florida has been doing a lot. There was some cases in Myrtle Beach, Texas, mm-hmm. coming up on the numbers. And it's just like, man, I, and I get it. Nobody wants to be at home. But we got to learn to be considerate of other people. Yeah. We're all going to be blocked the fuck down for a good while if y'all don't stop playing. Mm-hmm. You, know, just, you know, just goes to show how people are just selfish overall. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care. It's like, oh, I'm tired of being in the house. Well, shit, so am I. But I want to at the same time be safe. I want to yeah. make sure my family's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm I'm worried about them more than I am worried about, yeah. uh, you know. The babies, the kids, you know, all of that stuff. Like, you got to be careful. Mm. But, again, you know, I don't want nobody who went there to um, catch anything. But I am, like, side-eyeing y'all because y'all really went to see D.O. Hebley in the middle of a pandemic. He ain't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kings of comedy jokes. Talking about... Uh, the fuck you say in the dance, whatever the fuck you say, he probably did them same jokes. With no, it ain't even out with them. 
And like I said, he's just not a good person. Did you ever see the one clip where he was talking about he had a um a sad baby and a sad baby ended up dying and he was like, Maybe that was God like I think that was a blessing. God did something because yeah, like I knew about the sad baby, but I didn't hear that I didn't hear that comment. Yeah, he said maybe it was God's work or a blessing or some shit like that. Then he was on somewhere else talking about how his daughter came to him talking about his friend had like, uh, um, I don't know if she if he all the way molested her, raped her, whatever the case is, but he didn't believe her because I was his friend. And then he, I guess now at this point, he kind of had a regret about it, but it's still like you just really out loud said that you didn't believe your, your daughter because that was your friend and you he mattered more to you than how your daughter was feeling. Like, yeah. fuck that nigga. I talked to a fuck that nigga. Like, I will never go to a show with him. And fuck him. Sure. Yeah, I probably wasn't going to go to a show anyway. But, yeah, uh, no, no, I would never. Never. He's not funny. Mm. Fuck that nigga. Mm-mm. So, I don't know. We got anything else? I think that's it. We just got our shows. So, I guess we can end on that. Oh, yeah. Where do you want to start? Let's start with Insecure. Where no. No, we gotta start with the shy because insecure is gonna take me a minute. We gotta start. We gotta go with the shy. All right. So if anybody watched uh, the new season of the shy came on last oh this past Sunday, and I hope we're not spoiling it for people, but at this time I'm hoping that you guys watched it already. Um, I watched it and I had mad questions because there's a lot of stuff, and I, I, we knew it was going to be different because. Um, What's his name ain't on her no more? Jason Mitchell's not on there anymore. So that took away him and Jerrica. And yeah, I don't know where the detective is either. Like where the, where the cops at? But um, so there's questions like the, they opened up with Kevin's mom's wedding, which was really cute. Like the venue was really cute and everything. Um, but who this lady? Who is this one? Harpo, who this woman? Who is she? I have no idea. They had the reruns on from the first two seasons, and that is a totally different person. Yeah. It was, I don't even think it was the same name, because her name was like Dre or something like that. So yeah, it's a completely different character. Yeah. So, like, are we going to get a story on how they met or, when? like, what happened? Is she a past person that just happened to come back? Like, what's going on here? Um and then I was not expecting. Can you talk about the strap? Yes, that's what I was about to say. I was not expecting that the boy and you ain't out of there. Uh, it just flopped. It just flopped out. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, cool. You know, yeah. I, well, I wasn't expecting it. And it was, it was brown, the master skin. <laughs> I'm just so glad that you told me about it before I watched it. <laughs> Because I'm not entirely sure how I would have responded. And I mean, I guess you got to get your your sense of normalcy from somewhere. And so, Mm -hmm. cool, folks is out here strapping it down, do what you do. But I just was not prepared to see that. I wasn't. I wasn't either. I was like, oh, okay. I don't even like like seeing a strap when I watch my porn on a regular basis. But that's a whole nother conversation. Well... It does, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I was waiting to see how you was going to respond to that. Because <laughs> I think the strap part kind of ruins it for me. But, you know, 
before people be like, oh, they're crazy. They're kind of what? You I mean, know, shit, I watched porn. What you want me to do? You know, uh, it was just very, I just, I don't know, just her pulling her, her shorts down and just plopped out. It just kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. Then the fumes, uh, Brandon's fumes. Um, I kind of wish they would have gone. I'm hoping that they'll go into the backstory of everything. I'm assuming that he got caught up with Duda, with Mr. Yeah. Perry. That's what I'm assuming. Because remember, he was about to snitch. Right. But um, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I do think that his mom had like a real eulogy. Like, she's crazy as hell. But I mean, her eulogy was very like real. And I, I don't think people are used to stuff like that at funerals. Like, they're used to everybody talking about, he was such a good person. He did this or she did that, whatever. But that was like raw, and that was real for her. Like yeah. that was the um, I don't think there was anything wrong with her telling her truth. Like you know, you was fucked up, and you gave them boys a fucked up life. And with how, like, how much more real can you get with that? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a lot. There's they, so yeah. many questions. Image is all. He's always all over the place. Yeah, that that poor baby messed up the reception food. How do you not know how to cook? Like, how do you offer to cook all that food and it'd be nasty? He was pissed about that pizza, too. <laughs> Shit, if the food nasty, the food nasty. Yes. And then with Keisha. What happened with Keisha? So, is this is this going to go down the rabbit hole of sex trafficking? I'm guessing that they're going to probably kind of tie into like you know how there's always missing black girls but don't nobody really right i'm that's what i'm getting so then the whole whole season oh lord excuse me is the whole season gonna be where's keisha like what was that um on insecure finding finding latoya or looking for latoya yeah looking for latoya um I don't know. I'm hoping they have like a a plan for that. Uh, I guess we'll see. I'm sick of Ronnie being a loser. Like I'm sick of him. Like if you don't get your shit together at some point, where the fuck is Miss Ethel though? Where her mean at? Where the hell is Miss Miss Ethel? Like, did they put her in a home? Remember she got beat up. She got beat up, but then she came back to the house, and so maybe they did put her in a home because remember, he went back. Was it was it this last episode that he went back to the house and it looked like yeah. nobody had been in there for like yeah. a long ass time? So I'm not yeah. sure why Ronnie wasn't staying there or at least lo- not looking after the house. There's just so many questions and it's like, I don't want to stop watching the show. Like, I don't want to give up on it, but I'm already feeling like it's about to be real extra for yeah, no reason. I'm gonna still watch it for sure. I don't like that Lena's in it. I don't like that she has a character. Like, stay off her shit. Um, I'm interested to see how Lala and them do. Like, I don't even want to see her either. But and Candy's in it, and that's what I mean. Like, even for me, Luke James is a stretch. As fine as he is, and as, as much as I like looking at him, one of the things that I enjoyed about the shy was that there were a lot, most of the cast were actors and actresses that we had never heard of before. Right. And so now you're bringing in all of these extra people in hopes to get views or whatever the situation is. But then it's like, 
Like, I, I just don't want the shit to get watered down or I don't want it to become like, uh, you know, how niggas were feeling about power towards the end when the shit just got oh, yeah. over the top. Yeah. And it was just way too much on power. So Way too much. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, um, I, like I said, I'm going I'm to keep watching and I'll probably end up watching the full season just to make sure, you know, how I feel doesn't stand true. But... I wouldn't be surprised if by the next, if there is a season three, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I do still love our nephews. I'm going to call them our nephews. Uh, our little babies. Those are, those are our nephews. Yeah. You know, Papa's my fave. He cracks me up. But I kind of feel bad for Kevin. I'm hoping that, like, his whole life isn't going to be tragedy. Like, yeah. his dad dies, Brandon dies. And then, like, it's just, it's so much for you. Now your sister's missing. Like, I'm hoping it's not all, like, yeah. trauma, you know. And then I'm wondering what's going to happen with Jake. Like, I miss Reg already. Even mm-hmm. though he would piss me off, I miss Reg already. Because didn't Jake go, he would have had to have gone, didn't he go into foster care? Like, after Reg got killed, they saw, you saw him taking him away, so they found his mother? Or, like... But didn't, um... Didn't do take him in, Mr. Perry? I mean, we know that now, but I don't think we knew that at the end of the last season. Because I think that's where he was getting at when he told Reg in the one episode that he wanted to put Jake to work and stuff like that at his pizza shop. And the next thing you know, Reg, like, died. So I'm assuming that they kind of figured something that's out. That's how they tied that in. So then why do we need the mom? Because she, I don't, I don't know. She, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. See what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of questions. And then the other part that I'm probably the only one that like picked up on this weird ass shit. But like, I hate how there's a cluster or like an abundance of teachable moments in one space. Mm-hmm. This is like we talked about before when uh, Papa was teaching them how to talk to girls and yeah. he was like, don't tell girls to smile. And then you had the other scene at the wedding where it was like, don't say butch. You call them masculine face or whatever, whatever the correct yeah. terminology is. It's like, <sighs> okay, <laughs> fuck. Spread these out a little bit. Like yeah. maybe one or two an episode. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. I know they're also adding Lil Rail as a character, but you know, Lil Rail's from Chicago. So. Yeah. That kind of makes sense for me, but um, I like Lil Ro. I do, but I don't. I don't think he has that many. Like he'll be in that many episodes, but you know, I think it makes sense with him being from Chicago. The same right. way that like Rachel from Chicago, um, I think Jake is from Chicago. So like, you know, just having those local people there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know. <sighs> we'll but see. Like I, said, I don't like that Lena has a role. Like, just sit down. Like, yeah. Looking like Raphael Sadiq. Relax. Okay. Except Raphael Sadiq is fine. Fine, fine. Like, fine. literally like a fine wine. You know he got a, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. He got a, he got a, he got a nice little Ray Ray, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that BDE is in full effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we also talk about how, since you brought that up, because some dudes be thinking that big dick energy means you have a big dick and like, no, you can have a big dick and still have little dick energy. Yeah. 
all about how you carry yourself, how you react to stuff, like how you treat people. Like there's so much that goes into that. I don't care about your big family. Someone just came to mind. We both know who this person is. Yeah, we're probably talking about the same person. (laughs) There's a there's a lot of people, and like no, big big energy is not. We don't care about your big stuff. Yeah, it really it has almost nothing to do with the actual dick itself. Mm-hmm. I just had to throw that in there real quick. I'm sorry. No, but that's that's a valid point <laughs> because um you know what? Never mind. We'll jump off of that because that'll that'll take us down a whole nother All right. path. Any other shy points? I think I made all my points. I think I'm good. So Moving on. <laughs> Let me just say that I, you know, I wasn't really rooting for Lawrence and Issa to get back together because I feel like sometimes shit just needs to be done, even if you grow into a whole different person. Um, I, I think they would be good as friends. That's where I wanted to go. I kind of want them to just be friends, but kind of move on to this way. Um, so I wasn't really upset about everything. I'm not shocked that Condola came back saying she was pregnant. Everybody said that that was going to happen. And I don't know why we all hate her. Why do we hate her? I don't hate her. I just feel like she's just there. So I only don't like her as it pertains to Lawrence and Issa. That's Mm -hmm. it. Because I I was a fan of hers when her and Issa were developing a friendship. Right. I thought Condola was cool people. But then it was like, you're trying to take Issa's man and I don't like it. But he ain't Issa's man. <laughs> First of all, yes, he is. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, for me, I just feel like, you know, sometimes just things just need to be over. You know what I mean? And like, I like the, the conversation that they had, um, you know, with them just kind of explaining, like expressing things that they didn't express before when they were together or even after they broke up. So I think sometimes, like, you just kind of need to build that bond in a sense to maybe get everything over, kind of like a closure thing. Um, you know me, how I feel about closure at this point sometimes, depending on the situation. I feel like that was a perfect time to have closure because of the history that they had together. But I don't necessarily think that they need to get back together. I just don't. I like Nathan. I don't care what nobody say. I like Nathan. Let's see. Okay, so first, my hopeless romantic ass. I've been waiting for Lawrence and Issa to get back together since they broke the hell up. And so, again, this is where the the hatred or the dislike of condolences comes in because everybody, or, you know, a lot of people have been rooting for Lawrence and Issa to get back mm-hmm. together and it almost felt like Condola's ass is in the way. Like, bitch, yeah. move. Go, go do something else. Now... I like Nathan. I would ride Nathan until the cows came home. But I don't think he I don't think he's good relationship material for Issa. He still has a lot of shit that he needs to work out. I'd be better, I'd feel better about those two remaining friends. Yeah. Than I would her uh her and Lawrence. Um I don't know if I want him with, with her. I don't I don't know if I want her with either one of them. But I'm just saying, I like Nathan. I don't, I just don't like, East, I mean, um, Lawrence from the first season because I just felt like he was like, goofy. but. And I mean, yeah. Um, but I just, again, 
seeing so much of myself in Issa, particularly this season, I probably, like, I can easily see myself in the same boat. Even from the night that they had the conversation, it's like, I really don't want this shit to end. So now what happens? Like, I could easily see myself. So that's why I'm, like, rooting for all this mushy shit to happen. I'm I'm a mushy-ass person. And as far as Condoleezza being pregnant, (laughs) I... I knew it was going to happen, but then the episode before last gave me a ray of hope that we kind of like surpassed that, Mm -hmm. that we had like moved on from that because the way she was blowing up his phone before, it was like, did you know that you were pregnant then? Because he said that he had talked to her. So then it's like, did you, did you know that you were pregnant then? And that's why you were blowing them up. So then when we got to episode nine, it was like, well, okay, they talked. So she must not be pregnant because she would have said something. So then when it came back up in episode 10, that's why everybody was like, what the fuck is happening? Maybe that was, I don't, you know what? I don't know. Never mind. I'm thinking about how they uh, kind of flip flop and things, but never mind. That all happened in the same one. So never mind. Um, I don't know, girl. I just feel like sometimes people that shit just got to be over and done with. And you're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. But again, knowing how, how I am and knowing how I function as a human being, yeah. I honestly see why things unfolded the way that they did between those two. Like I, I, I can see it. Yeah. Ugh. Like I, I feel like sometimes, like like I said, depending on who it is, what the the situation is, you know, I do feel like conversations like that should happen, at least for you to be able to, to like, learn from the shit that you've done and they can learn from whatever, but just to have, like, regular closure conversations just because fuck you and you can kiss my ass, like, some shit just needs to be done, you know what I mean, like, mom, I'm good, you know, but, um, I don't know, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I wanted them to get back together. And then the the whole other stuff with Tiffany and her husband, um, which kind of seemed like that was the thing to bring Molly and Issa back together. Uh, I think that they did a pretty decent job of showing how, you know, women deal with postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure how I even feel about Molly and Issa. You know what I mean? Like, I know they didn't best friends and everything, but I feel like Molly was focusing way more on her relationship to where it was like, well, I can't have you as a friend and I'm better than you. And, you know, that attitude. Maybe mm-hmm. we just grew apart or whatever. But then we get, when her and Andrew had that conversation she and they're trying to figure out thinking. what they're doing, yeah, what they're going to do, now you come back to Issa. So it's kind of like heartbreak brought y'all back together mm-hmm. to be able to talk and have that conversation. But, like, where, where y'all going to go moving forward? Because like I said, I didn't like how, you know, Molly was just ready to be like, well, fuck Issa. Yeah. But then when Andrew was ready to break up with her, I said, oh, I'll go to therapy. I'll do whatever I need to do. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, girl, you didn't even put up that much of a fight for somebody that you claim is to be your best friend. But that's how women do. That's how women, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It becomes everything to us and... We got to be able to say we got that man, so fuck our friends, fuck whoever else. And that's not fair. Like, that, that, that's not cool. And for me, I feel like, you know, 
a lot of times, at least for me personally, I just feel like my friends are going to be there way more than a nigga will. Like, yeah. niggas will embarrass the fuck out of you and won't care. So, like, I feel like my friendships are just as important as any nigga that I want in my life. Right. The fight got to be equal. Right. We need to cut people off over that damn dick, man. It's fucked up. It's really fucked up how we do. Girl, (laughs) it's a mess. It is a whole mess. But, uh, no, so, okay. I didn't necessarily care for the structure of the episode Mm -hmm. because I really felt like, and I know we had to, like, tie up some loose ends or whatever, but I really thought the Tiffany part of it almost could have been the end. That could have been like the cliffhanger to bring us into season five. Mm -hmm. And I know we had to do the whole pregnancy thing, blah, blah, blah. But I just felt like there were a lot of moments in them looking for her that we just didn't necessarily need. Like the whole interaction with the cop thing. It was like, yeah. Why? Why is this here? And I realized that, you know, that's the times that we live in, but it, it just, it felt very like, oh, let's just throw this in. Right. And, you know, or, you know, I, I don't know. I just didn't necessarily care for how the episode was done, so to speak, especially because the pat, you know, the two or three episodes before that were just like dope from the beginning, mm-hmm. from beginning to end. And so for it to feel kind of, scatterbrained almost it was like mm. so I I don't know I don't know I'm excited for season five I'm very very interested to see how it goes now do I think Issa should move forward with Lawrence anyway no I do not no I do not um and so now I feel like okay let's just be done um because I I would have a serious problem whether he meant to whether or not they meant to get yeah. pregnant or whatever is null and void because I know I would feel some type of way anytime he has to go over there to interact with her because of the baby I'm gonna feel some type of way I and I don't need it. that level of whatever tension or whatever that is right so let's just call this shit quits I think that sometimes like things like this happen because it's kind of like if, if fucked up shit don't happen, you know, a lot of times we're not going to end it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. thing to kind of be like, all right, we had our conversation. We're cool now. Let's go ahead and be done. Um, and you know what I mean? I'm deaf. I don't even like men who got small kids. So like, if your kid is 12 and under, we're, I don't, there's nothing I need with you. I mean, that's cute and everything. Your kids are great. They're cute. But for me to like take it seriously or want to pursue anything, you got to have like zero kids or your kids have to be 12 and up. Because by then, I feel like most people are like, I'm, I don't want no more kids. But that way, he ain't going to pressure me to try to have none. <laughs> right, right. Leave yeah. me alone because I don't want none. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, little kids are, are like, much more needy. They're needy as like, hell. Yeah, I'm having to go over all the time because with a newborn baby, you're going to have to be around all the time. So that leaves a little bit of time for me and everything else because you had this new baby. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and it probably sounds very selfish of me to say that, but, you know, I'm not sharing all of, no, I, no. As women with to, no kids, we, we're allowed to be selfish. Like, it's selfish as fuck, and I own that. Yeah. Like, like again, congratulations, but I don't want no part of that. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I'm, I'm good. I don't want no part of it. 
Say, so I, I will be disappointed if next season we find out that they're still together or whatever. I don't, I don't want that for her. Because, you know, sometimes we as women feel like we got to prove a point, too. No. So, like, oh, well, he got this other girl pregnant. Okay, but I'm still the one that he want to be with. And then you be getting mad again, like you said, because he got to be over here all the time. And baby mama's calling and all that shit. And uh, I know me. I don't, I don't, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. it'll turn it'll turn into fuck that baby real quick yeah fuck them kids is like my favorite like my favorite phrase right now <laughs> fuck them kids <laughs> and I don't need that type of energy on me to be oh. cussing out nobody's children so you know between fuck them kids and girl fuck you those are like my two favorite I mean yeah phrases right now mm-hmm. fuck them kids. Mm-hmm. they're great congratulations keep them over there though Keep them, keep that little nigga away from me. Over there. Yeah. So. <sighs> now back in my feelings. We shall see what happens. I I am so I had been watching every episode of Insecure at least twice this season. Mm-hmm. I got watch it the night it came on, watch it the next morning, and then I listened to my little podcast. That last episode, I don't think I ever want to watch that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That and as somebody who has been triggered this entire season, that one took me right on over the edge. When I tell you, I screamed, and then I stood up in front of the TV the whole time. I couldn't sit back down. It was just. It was. A lot. <laughs> that was a lot to process. I think I. No, I know I cried, and it, it. And I. I had to explain this to my mom. I had to make it real for her because she was like. It's just a TV show. But I'm like, mom, remember X and remember X did this? And she was like, oh. So, I mean, shit is real. I've never connected to a show like that ever in my entire black ass life. Well, in the meantime, we got the shy and Greenleaf to watch. So I got to catch up on Greenleaf. Yeah, I watched it last night, the first one so of this final season. And all, I'm, I don't. I just want Carissa and Charity to go ahead somewhere. That's it. <sighs> I told you I'm catching up last season so that I can start watching this season. And I'm back oh. to the space where I want to punch Carissa and Charity dead in the face. Like if oh. I could swing one time and hit both of them, you know, like back to back, like bloop bloop. It's horrible. I can't stand it's neither horrible. one of them hoes. Neither one. Charity just does shit because she's thirsty. That's it. Like you just need attention that bad. And Carissa's just greedy. I don't like. I don't like. And Jacob is weak as fuck. Like why has he not checked her? Needy. He probably still feels guilty about cheating. Fuck like, that. Cheat again. Yeah, get over that shit. Fuck that. Like I, I know. Cause I, okay. Nope. Yeah. Fuck that. Sophia's starting to wild out too, though. Grace's daughter. Oh, uh, is she? Yeah, let's keep watching the shit. I'm like, girl, you don't, what you doing? I mean, shout out to her for going to Hampton. I already saw a comment that said something like she came back home or whatever. Yeah. But like, shout out to her for going. Did you know that Grace could sing in real life though? I seen a video on Twitter and it was like a Zoom thing. It was her singing. And Charity, they were like, sing- I can't remember what song they were singing. I mean, her name is Merle. I feel like with a name like Merle, you have to know how to sing. 
I meant to send it to you. I got to find it now, but I was like, go ahead, Grace. Because I feel like that's a whole, that's an old ass mm-hmm. black lady yeah. name and it's real anointed. It is definitely a mac and cheese name. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Mac and cheese. <laughs> like, did Merle make the potato salad? Because if not, I don't want it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. she has items that people wait for yeah. at the family functions. And a fire pound cake. She make a bomb pound fire. cake. Fire. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> Without question. Mm. Uh, mm. We, we stupid. We are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up. We be making up little scenarios about people's entire life. Oh, that shit yeah. is hilarious. But, um, so yeah, I don't, I think that's it. I don't have any, um, any shout outs really except for again shouting out Nate like always and the cookout we had Nate, Jaquan, Lance, um, Caval, Shayna, Miss Kathy, everybody who helped out but like setting things up and planning everything. It was a really out the penny for that damn tent. And yes. Yeah, thank God for Penny because Thank God for Penny. Been, we'd have been there still today trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> today trying to figure that thing out man so, that was fun that was fun. it was uh jasmine from mom valley kitchen who made a lot of the sides mr rich with them wings you know what i mean bam on the baked beans fire yeah. yeah that was fun wow. we gotta do that again yeah 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 I've been, I've been pulled into another project and i'm about to pull your ass in too but I'll tell you about it when we're uh when we hang up. Don't make that face. <laughs> Don't you make right. that face for me. All right, so we done? We done, I think. Okay. We done. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Be safe. Hey. Bye. Bye. Bye.